Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back again, everybody. This is the Jaguar Report Fantasy Football Podcast, and I am your host, Zach Schultz. And this week's podcast is not for fans in first place in the AFC South anymore, because unfortunately that is not an exclusive club at the moment. And I, it's just not something I'm willing to share. My signing off words last week were essentially, God, I just hope they don't look like shit. So that's cool. We're quickly reaching DEFCON 5 level here. If you haven't already made it there. And need to win more than ever. And it may have to be done without Trevor. I'm fine. This is fine. And uh, we're just going to dive right into the fantasy stuff here. Have PPR rankings and scoring as always. And before we dive into the Jags. I just want to give a shout-out to Lamar Jackson. Yeah, it sure sucked watching the D-line as a group get great push and have hardly any results to show for it. But this is, after all, a fantasy podcast, and Lamar is one of the best in the fantasy game. I don't know how you watch him and not just sit there in awe, even if he's playing your team. I loved him out of college, and I really wanted the Jags to draft him. But instead, we got the Wyoming Wild Man. We wanted to be a power running team, and Lamar was just sitting in our laps. I mean, honestly, it really is all good because I love Trevor. I don't think he stinks, and I don't even have a pinky toe out of the boat. With that said, I still absolutely love watching Lamar, He and he deserves the props. It's truly fun to get to watch a player as special as him. So how about Trevor Lawrence? He was... QB 21 this week. He remains QB 10 on the season. He had 14.7 fantasy points. Uh, this just sucks, man. I I just... I honestly don't have much more to say than that. Fantasy-wise, it just wasn't as bad of a train wreck as it was in real life. Thankfully, I guess. His 14.7 fantasy points were fourth lowest on the year. His wide open bomb to Agnew and 41 rushing yards salvaged the day, so it's unlikely he's the reason you may have gotten knocked out of the playoffs. So there's your positive, I guess. Other than that, we are or we were left with Trevor's worst game of the year, and he is now in the concussion protocol with three games ago and a three-way tie for the division. There's no way of knowing if Trevor's gonna play until probably Sunday morning, but what he does in practice Friday may be a good indicator of his status. Here's to all the good vibes that we can send to Trevor um, and that he can play. 
because the Bucks are a pass final defense and they give up the six most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. So if he does play, he's an obvious start. Travis Etienne. He was this week's running back 30. And he's clinging on to running back three, but he's only got about a 10-point gap on Rashad White, who is coming in hot. And two weeks ago, we'll see if Etienne can hang on. He had 7.9 fantasy points this week. And I feel like a broken record talking about him at this point, but it, it truly just is the same thing week after week. The offensive line cannot create anything for him. He still adds value in the passing game, and his weekly value has just become dependent on whether or not he gets in the end zone. He took 10 carries for 31 yards and caught 4 passes for 28 yards. This makes 3 out of the last 4 games where ETN has averaged 3.1 yards per carry or less. The Jaguars' offensive line woes are truly remarkable considering ETN leads the league in missed tackles forced with 74, and his production has still stayed as low as it has. The Bucks are a middle-of-the-pack defense for fantasy scoring against running backs, so it's nice to see he at least isn't facing a gauntlet this week. Hopefully, ETN can get back on track, because he's probably a big reason you made the playoffs to start. And once again, as always, you are starting him. Calvin Ridley was the wide receiver 48 this week, and he now finds himself as the wide receiver 28 on the year. He had 6.4 fantasy points, and it's now been since week 12 since we've seen him hit double digits. However, it did seem like he got robbed on that uh, non-touchdown, I guess, which would have put him over double digits this week, but I digress. The targets keep coming, at least for Ridley, as he's seen 8, 13, and 12 targets respectively now uh, in the three games without Christian Kirk. I didn't expect much against the Ravens. It's just really bad timing for the Jags to have the Browns the week before the fantasy playoffs and then the Ravens in the first round. I mean, I guess Ridley hasn't been your team's anchor this season, but it still it still stinks. It's pretty insane to think that his 39 yards were his 7th lowest weekly yardage total on the season. 7th! Thankfully, the Bucks give up the fourth most points to wide receivers, so it's a Ridley week again, am I right? Eh? Eh? All right. Well, that's what we see on paper, at least. I, all that aside, I do actually think Ridley is a solid fantasy play this week, regardless of who starts a quarterback for the Jags. Obviously, the Bucks secondary allows a lot of damage, but we have seen Beathard chuck it deep without any fear when he's gotten some playing time, whether it's, I know, preseason or just the small amount we saw this season. Ridley should once again see high volume, too, with Zay Jones uh, not out now. And speaking of Zay Jones, he was this week's wide receiver 34. He had 8.4 points. Once again, he just wasn't all that great. But hey, he did make that play downfield. And that's about all I got for him. The hamstring injury looked pretty bad, and I'd be surprised if he were available to finish out the fantasy season here. And then that brings us to Evan Ingram. He was the tight end 29 this week, but still hangs on at tight end 5 with 4.8 points. And those 4.8 fantasy points are tied for his second worst of the season. And I get the Ravens' defense is insane, but I personally would have liked to have seen more than six targets for Ingram. He caught four of those targets for 28 yards, 
And without Christian Kirk on the field, I, I don't see any reason Ingram isn't getting close, if not reaching double-digit targets. I'm willing to chalk this one up as just kind of bad game weirdness overall. So look for Ingram, Ingram's volume to return this week against the Bucks. They give up the six most fantasy points to tight ends, and similar similarly to Ridley, should see a bump in action with Zay going down. I would be genuinely shocked if both Ingram and Ridley didn't see 10-plus targets each this week. Go ahead and start Ingram without worry. And like last week, if you have another stud at tight end, I think Ingram is still worthy of a flex play. So, let's talk some betting. In the Week 15 betting card... I played Evan Ingram over 50 and a half receiving yards, Travis Etienne over 22 and a half receiving yards, Lamar Jackson over 215 and a half passing yards, and then in the non-Jaguars bets, I did Matt Stafford over 267 and a half passing yards, and Sam Laporta over 47 and a half receiving yards. It was a two and three week, and uh. As always, it's oh so close to being the you know maybe a three and two week, but that's the nature of it. Etn was my only win in the Jags game. His twenty eight yards, it wasn't great, but it got the job done. If his line remains in the mid to low twenties, it's worth continually attacking. Like I mentioned earlier, um, when talking about Evan Ingram. His six targets were puzzling, and with how he gets used, it was honestly just an uphill battle to to get over 50 yards under six targets. I, I really was honestly shocked Lamar didn't hit his prop, to be honest, especially considering how good he was. And it, it wasn't all that close. He only had 171 yards. It was a 10-point game until the middle of the fourth quarter, so it's not like they just went into cruise control. It's Honestly, it's just a miss on my part. Matt Stafford's playing lights out right now, and he only finished with 257 yards, leaving him 10 yards short. The Commanders couldn't do anything on offense when it mattered, as they saw themselves down 20 to nothing and then 28 to 7. Stafford and the Rams did indeed get to go into cruise control, which cost me the win on this bet. The real stinger was Puka Nakua dropped a wide open drag route on third down late in the fourth quarter that would have sealed the prop. Oh well. You get unlucky on one, then you get lucky on the other, because that's how this all works. Sam Laporta was sitting at 46 yards in a blowout win over the Broncos until he caught a 10-yard touchdown with two minutes to go in the game to go up 42-17. to It was his third touchdown of the night, and I was dead on about him tearing up the Broncos. The Jaguars' uh, loss this week against the spread brings them to... Eight and six overall gets them to three and five at home. They remain five and one on the road. They remain six and two as favorites. Fall to two and four as underdogs. And this week they are plus one road dogs at Tampa. And the game total is set forty two and a half. I, that game total should be an over, even if Beathard is playing. Um, that's probably one I'm going to definitely consider. Other than that, it's tricky because you don't obviously have any Trevor props. Um, ETN's rushing line is set at 55.5. I mean, that's hard to 
count on that, to be honest, at this point, with how poor the line's playing. His rushing plus receiving yardage line is 85.5, but I'd rather just play the receiving line again that's stuck at 25.5. Same thing like last week. He's hit this in, I don't know, I want to say eight or nine of the games now this year. So, yeah, I like that. I like Evan Ingram over 50.5 again, probably. Calvin Ridley is at 57.5. Mike Evans is at 65.5. Chris Godwin at 59.5. I think both of those are solid. Um, If Tyson Campbell comes back, I would lean more towards Godwin because he's kind of played well against those bigger framed receivers in the past, but I also am not banking on how Tyson's played. I'm not banking on him with how he's played lately. Um, So I definitely think both of those could be options. One I'm definitely going to look at when we get it, there's no Jaguars players available for longest reception yet, but Calvin Ridley's longest reception, I'm probably going to play, I would say, because one, it's just been a pretty solid bet overall this season. Um, And also, like I mentioned, if Beathard is the guy, one, you've got the awesome pass uh, defense matchup, but... Also, Beathard will just chuck the ball. So I think Calvin Ridley, longest reception is probably a pretty good bet this week. We'll see what the actual line comes out to be later. Probably won't be doing my betting article on Friday because of Trevor. Um, I'll probably write it Saturday during the day at some point. So stay tuned for that. Um, Other than that, that's about all I got this week. And... Yeah, we'll see what happens with Trevor. God, I hope hope he's able to go. If not, buckle up. As always, I really appreciate you for listening. And uh, go Jags.